Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Kresman. Joining us in studio is Rich Bonney. Now, Rich has a very, very diverse background in the software industry and a few years ago found himself as the CEO of Mendability. We'll learn a little bit more about that. But Rich, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Rebecca. It's a pleasure to be here. And mendability might be a, a new word, an, a new resource to many of us. So I'm going to explain to you just off the top, if you are parents of children with special needs, developmental delays, if you are a grandparent of a child on the autism spectrum, this will be in a very important interview for you. So Rich, let's go back for just a minute. You were involved in the software industry. How did you become a part of a, a company that's goal was to serve uh, parents and adults working with children who have developmental delays. Yeah, I was in the software industry for about 25 years. I'm a parent of four children, the youngest being one who was diagnosed with autism uh, back when she was two years old. And so I've been real passionate about that cause for quite some time. Uh, I was on the Utah Autism Board for several years and in looking at ways to help families in Utah as well as my neighborhood uh, really improve in those areas. And so this has been something that's been a part of my life for quite a while. Uh, a past colleague of mine had a daughter also diagnosed with autism, and uh, there were some funded clinical trials for a new therapy, and we collaborated a couple of years ago and decided to commercialize this business and headquartered here in Utah, and so I'm really proud to be a part of it. And one thing you explained to me before we began this interview is that this new development, this therapy, is one part of the puzzle, or I don't even want to say puzzle, but one tool that, uh, out of many tools that parents can have to help their children who have autism or other delays. Absolutely. So in the world of autism or other developmental delays, there are a lot of different types of therapies, um, occupational therapy, physical therapy, speech therapy. Uh, this therapy, sensory enrichment therapy, is another adjunct that really could help and assist families and really help propel some of the other things that they're doing with their children. All right. Tell us again, then. You mentioned sensory therapy. So help us identify what mendability does. Okay, sure. It's history. Go ahead. Absolutely. And it'd probably be best to talk a little bit about how this came about. Sure. And it's really based on, on decades of uh, environmental enrichment research and studies in the area of um, animal models. So if you go back decades, there were hundreds and hundreds of studies with animals looking at their brains. I'll give you an example. You might take an example where you have a bunch of mice that's in a cage, and you give them you know, ladders and wheels and lights and the ability for them to interact, and then take another mouse and put it in a cage by itself where it's dark, there's no interaction, and the sensory uh, environment for them is very limited. Then go do an analysis of those brains, and you'll see dramatic differences between the two. 
Temple Grandin, who is one of the, the leading autism spokespeople across the globe, most everyone knows her, did her dissertation on this topic of environmental enrichment. And she used actually young pigs. So this has been going on for quite a while. And then a woman by the name of Claudia Pomerez said, why couldn't this work on children? So years ago in France, she began some analysis and implementation of what we call sensory enrichment therapy on children that are on the spectrum and have issues. And it was found to be very beneficial and successful, which then led itself to what we now call mentability. So what is it about, um, for example, anyone on the autism spectrum? What is it about that uh, that should I call it? A, I don't want to call it a disease. How, what do I, why, I want to call yeah, autism? Well, we can call it a disorder. A disorder. disorder. Thank you so much. Um, what is it about that developmental disorder that requires sensory therapy? You know, 90 some percent of these kids have sensory processing issues. And as we know with autism, communication and social involvement and, and social interaction are really severe in, in those kids. And so exposing these children to more sensory types of activities has really been proven to show greater um, neurons, connectivity, dendrites, all those kind of fancy words that, that have to do with uh, neurology. And so as we look at doing and Im- implementing more sensory type activities, we are seeing a reduction in the symptoms of children with autism. That's interesting. And it resonates with me, with one of my children that had severe delays. One of the things that we worked on was more tactile experiences with his hands mm-hmm. and, and trying to help him. And it was explained to me that there were brain connections that were wiring the more that he used his hands, the more speech that he was involved in. And, you know, as a parent, you're not always aware of how that child is developing his or her ability to learn from the world what's appropriate behavior, what's not. And if something's interfering with their ability to develop, then you can have therapies like this to try to be a, an intervention, I should say. Absolutely. Even my daughter, if we go to the beach, that touch of sand is really offensive to her. Um, certain sounds, buzzing of lights can be a distraction. So you're absolutely right. So tell us how mendability helps with sensory therapy. How does that work? Sure. Be glad to tell you that. And, and Again, it's based upon um, a lot of study and data that we did. And Claudie, who actually had a clinic and actually... This is the French woman. Yes. Okay. Began having a clinic face-to-face helping children uh, by the pairing of certain sensory uh, experiences or exercises. And what we found is things like olfaction, which is smell, or tactile, which is touching. Each of those independent of each other can provide added benefit to a child, uh, increasing in dopamine and serotonin levels. And what they found in some of the studies is if you combine two of these senses at the same time, there was a dramatic increase. So most of the exercises, all the exercises that we implement for children that are at-home exercises are usually the pairing of these sensory uh, areas. Okay, I'm going to try to follow this for just a minute. So when we have a child who is getting sensory stimulation in a safe and uh, careful way, as Mm -hmm. you you model for us with mendability, and they're having two of those sensories experience at the same time, yeah. or then we see that the brain is producing more dopamine mm-hmm. and serotonin, mm-hmm. so it calms the child. And what what is the elevation of those two um, hormones do to help the we're, child? We're, recent, we're increasing connections. Okay. And let me give you an example. Um, we see this a lot. A child that might be having a tantrum, Okay. if you take something, a smell to them, whether it be strawberry, vanilla, whatever that is most likable for that individual or that child, if you have them smell that while gently rubbing their back, you will see their entire body calm down. And it's the combination of those two. That's one small example. We have over 400 different types of exercise that are customized for each child, but they're all based in that type of vein. 
That's stunning to me. And so do you uh, spend time or guide parents in knowing which smells or experiences would be the most effective for their child? We do. And let me tell you how the system's been created. So over the last decade, this um, therapy has been in place. And while this therapy was being implemented, we actually created an artificial intelligence-like system, which is automated. So this is, we're a true telehealth company. So all these exercises and the protocol is delivered over the internet. Okay. So what that means is you as a parent, if you go sign up to use our therapy protocol, you actually sign up, you take this initial baseline questionnaire, which really shows us where your child might be deficient or areas that might need uh, assistance. And then the system that we've created, which is years and years of trial and error in real life situations, has been put into an automated system. And then those exercises are created automatically for each child. So as you do that baseline test to start, you will get a few exercises that will then be created for you. And online in our system, you will have a video of how to do it, uh, written exercises of what you're supposed to do, what is required, which typically is just household items. And then you implement those at home for only 10 to 15 minutes a day. And why such a short period of time? It's incredible how... um, impactful this is to the brain. In fact, we actually have a period of time when someone starts this therapy that we'll call the storm, where most kids and uh, that do the therapy will find that there might even be some regression or some difficulty. It's that powerful to the brain. It'd be very similar to working out in the gym and you haven't gone for a while. And the first time you go, you Overload. think, okay, yeah. Sure. And the next day you're like, why am I so sore? So very similar to that. So we have found that that 10 to 15 minutes once and sometimes twice a day, depending on your availability, really has a dramatic impact. So do you have to subscribe to Menability to enter that initial information about your child? Yeah, we're an online, uh, like I said, therapy. Okay. And so you literally would go online to our website. Uh, we're Joint Commission accredited. Uh, we um, allow you to be have your own private portal. Um, and so you would actually go online, have your own account, and then you would sign in. And then once again, every two weeks after you begin the therapy similar to working out in the gym, we want you to do new exercises. So you take a a progress test after two weeks, and that'll tell us, okay, you report then as a parent, okay, in certain areas how the child is improved or not improved, and then new exercises are generated for you at home, delivered to you on the Internet. So that's just amazing to me. And so as a parent, you are involved not only in the therapy but in the assessment Absolutely. Right, but this then getting the rich resources from Mendability online so you can continue that therapy. Is it something that someone would engage in for months at a time, or, or how, is, how is it typically available to sure. help parents? Yeah, um, we have some families that have been doing it for years. We have some families that will do it for, you know, five, six, seven, eight months, and then they'll say we've achieved the goals that we've wanted to achieve. Um, we also allow families that may have, if the child is really ill, or there's some family circumstances like you're moving. We allow you to just pause the account and then resume when you want to. So we've been very flexible in trying to create a program that fits into families' needs. It also doesn't matter what time of the day you're doing this. If it's best, if you're a morning person and you want to do this prior to school, it's a great way to prime your child's brain before going to school. But typically families are doing this after school or in the evening. What are you hearing back from parents? It's, uh, you know, we get testimonial um, comments all the time. We have a forum where parents can share their successes And if you've lived as a parent of a child with autism or any other kind of developmental delay, ADHD, Asperger's, whatever it might be, simple things like being unable to take your child to a restaurant for fear of him or her acting out, to go now and do that and have that child's anxiety and uh, ability to sit there and integrate socially, that's like a home run. 
And so we see this all the time. We just had a situation over Christmas because the results and studies that we've shown have really been effective for children in their teenage population as well. A Which child, is wonderful because sometimes we hear, may I just interject really yeah, quick? that's fine. Sometimes we hear it's early intervention. Early intervention makes yeah. all the difference. And it does make a significant difference. But you're saying also that this can be very helpful this to is true, people of any age. true brain mm-hmm. plasticity. Okay. And so we have seen the teenage population, the results of those children show the same progress as those in early intervention. And you it's were saying about important. that event in Christmas, at the Christmas time. Well, I was just going to say, mm-hmm. we had a family that we know um, that, that, that utilized the therapy and the child was close, a senior, was not going to graduate, really struggling with tests, a lot of severe anxiety, memory concentration issues. Um, it was fun for us to watch this um, young lady take the tests, go through school, text back to her parents, I got a 72 mom and how excited she was. And uh, we have all this information and we were kind of, you know, high fiving in the office because it's so satisfying for us to see kids. She graduated here last April. And for her, it was a big deal. Her self-esteem now is super high. As a parent of a child who was severely delayed and for many years of his life, it was important for me to try to find other parents with whom I could connect and share my stories. So you indicated there's a forum as well that parents can share information. Yeah, we try to connect families with other families. Uh, We now have a partner community that's expanding dramatically. Uh, We just came back from India, for example, where we, we have a bunch of professionals there now implementing this. They're certified professionals on our behalf that are... Uh, working as mendability representatives over there. About 25% of our uh, families are international due to the telehealth nature of the program. Uh, There are some areas where they don't have resources. They don't have an ABA consultant or an occupational therapist or a physical therapist. They then are able to access our therapy because all they need is an internet connection. Uh, For those who have just joined us, this is Rich Bonney. He is the CEO of Mendability. It's headquartered here in Utah for a couple of years. He's a father of four and became passionately involved in the autism, um, what do I want to say, um, advocacy and information and gaining more resources for his own child and is now leading uh, Mendability. Mendability is, uh, you, you used two terms and I, I want to go back to one, brain plasticity. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to us? Just as the m- m- muscles would grow and develop as you're working out, the same is true with your brain. So that type of activity and sensory um, uh, involvement uh, really helps in that regard. And so now you're talking about things like the corpus callosum and other areas of the brain that can be enhanced and cre- increase connections. And that's what we're seeing. And the animal studies, again, if you go back to those studies, they surely bear that out. And we're doing more and more studies. Everything we've done so far has been based on clinical trials. So we had two clinical trials done at UC Irvine. Uh, with the first trial we did won the American Psychological Association's Neuroscience Paper of the Year. It was very exciting for us because it validated what we were doing. The replication study also then validated the first study, and some of the results out of there were incredible. Um, IQ scores increasing in the second uh, in the second uh, clinical trial by over eight points. Uh, over two thirds of the kids, sixty nine percent, showed improvement on the CAR scale by more than five points. So all these autism kind of diagnoses and ways to look at it were enhanced greatly versus standard care. So what it shows is the standard care of might be ABA, might be occupational therapy, speech therapy, added with mendability really enhance the results of these kids. Let's talk about how it's implemented. So if I uh, join mendability, uh, what type of resources are, are available to me, and then how do I implement that as a parent? Right. Um, I mentioned we're online, so all you need is an internet connection. You can sign up. We have plans that vary between $49 a month, $159, depending on the type of um, support that you would like. 
we have on staff occupational therapists and other individuals that are certified in the training. So you actually get a coach. So think of it as a personal trainer or professional trainer at the gym. Which every, can I just say, every parent wants to have one of those? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I could use one right now, actually, the working out part of it. Um, So we, you sign up and you select which of these plans is best for you from a financial standpoint. And we've really tried hard to make this economical, allowing us to have great staff and keep the lights on and so forth. But we've really been able to achieve that, I believe. Uh, an hour of occupational therapy or physical therapy, you know, in most states is about that much. Sure. And you give unlimited access to uh, one of our therapy coaches. So as you sign up and you take that baseline questionnaire, you will be in contact with one of those coaches. They will then walk you through the program. They will. You can upload videos to show your child. You can have sessions where you talk or Skype or whatever you think is appropriate. And they actually follow along the progress of your uh, of your fam of their family. And so then at the end of every two weeks, they, again, these families take a progress test, and these coaches then review that and communicate with the family. So you've actually, it's almost like having a, a therapist in the house with you. Um, and the other kind of key aspect of this is the parent-to-child relationship, because now you've got a parent spending one-on-one time with their child at home, and that has its own intrinsic benefits, too. And we've seen that a lot of parents say, I'm closer to my kid now, too. Not only is he or she progressing in certain areas and having her symptoms reduced, we're a little bit closer, too. Because it's a positive experience. It is. And much of parenting, especially if you're parenting a child who has some behavioral struggles and, and other issues, it can be, you can feel disconnected because you're policing that yeah. child rather than being able to have that kind of eye-to-eye contact where everybody's kind of growing together. I used to feel like, um, you know, I had studied towards a master's in special education. I didn't get to finish it. And I used to think when I was parenting my children with delays, if only I had finished that and that I needed to have this type of education, specialized education to help me specifically uh, help my child develop. It sounds to me that these programs, these resources instill in some ways some of this research that has been, you know, uh, proven and Mm -hmm. investigated allows us to have that access so that we can implement it directly with our child. Absolutely. So does it coach us like how we actually should be, as you mentioned, you gave one example, okay, smelling an orange and then patting his back. Uh Does it walk us through that so that we know how to do it in the best way with our child? Each exercise has its own video that you actually watch so you can see how it's done properly. Uh, again, the written instructions are there as well. Um, obviously, you can access this on your phone. Most of our clients and families uh, are mobile in that regard, whether it be an iPad-type device or their, or their cell phone. So we're enha- continuing to enhance that app to make it more user-friendly for folks and easier to look at the reporting. Now, the other thing that's kind of uh, meaningful to parents is they can actually watch the progress of their children through a reporting mechanism within the system. So they can look to see, how's my child doing in the area of anxiety? How's my child doing in the area of communication? And it actually graphs it out for them so they can look and see. And if there's areas that are problematic, then they can actually talk to their coach about that and say, hey, how come we're not having success here? And it might mean fine-tuning the exercises a little bit. And let's talk for just a minute. We have a a few minutes together. You mentioned a few key things. Um, The sensory enrichment therapy that Mendability provides and offers to parents as a resource, Uh, it can help a child with anxiety. What else can it help a child with? Oh, my goodness. We have some of the greatest stories of families going out where a child, and I know many parents listening will kind of relate to this, my child only eats four different kinds of food, you know, expanding their repertoire there and eating more and and trying new things. 
Um, you, we talked about this child that was having you know, concentration issues on a test, communication issues. Actually, speech is enhanced and, as and well. And that's a real struggle for our children on the autism spectrum. It really is, mm-hmm. yeah. Teaches them appropriate communication or how to communicate what they're feeling inside. Yeah, exactly. That way, mm-hmm. all of those. So is it just for children who are on the spectrum or what other, you said ADHD? So the clinical trials we've done have been in the mm-hmm. area of autism, okay. uh, which is probably, I'll venture to say, the most complicated of these disorders. Um, yet we have many families with children with ADHD, Asperger's, OCD, and the list goes on. Um, what we're finding is we really want to look at the areas that we mentioned, like anxiety, communication, social skills, memory. Those are uh, also issues in all these other areas. And so what we have found is that these other areas are improving as well. So we're really working on the problem areas. The diagnosis is not so much as important as it is the fact that this therapy will enhance and help children who have those deficiencies and problems in the areas that we've discussed. If we want more information about this, because to me there's so much that we've just um, shared, so much information, sensory therapy, uh, sensory enhance or enrichment therapy Mm -hmm. that we can provide to our children in varying plans. Where can we get more information so that we can be thinking of Billy at home or Susie, wherever she may be, will this be good for her? Yeah, we've made it really easy for families to try this out. You can do a 14-day free trial. We typically see results right away. And families will begin this. They can go on our site, which is mendability.com. They go on there and sign up for any of the plans, and they'll get a two-week free trial. And at that point, they can say, hmm, we're having some success, we're not, or whatever. They can decide how they want to proceed. But typically, the greatest results we see are in those first two months. So it's a dramatic, very quickly, a very quick increase and uh, quick kind of value to families to see, is this something that could integrate well into my family situation? I know you mentioned earlier that uh, you were involved with the Utah Autism community years ago, once your do- yeah. daughter was officially diagnosed. When we have something like this rollout, a new tool, like the sensory enrichment therapy, what what do you hear from the autism community, parents who were engaged in that community looking for resources? It's a great question, and I've been a part of this so long. There's always skepticism as to something new. Is this a sham? Is this something that you know someone just dreamed up? And that's why we always point to the clinical data. Uh, we've actually done an internal study of a thousand kids within our company. The results mimic the clinical trials. We've had over you know three thousand kids go through this program. So even though it might be new from the marketing standpoint, it's been in place for a while. Um, and I would just point to the I'd point to two things: the clinical empirical data behind the therapy. And secondly, just try it for a couple of weeks and see what you think, and you'll probably see some increases. In fact, you most likely will see increases in the areas that you're hoping to get success. Fantastic. Mendability.com is a website where you can get more information. You can get the 14-day trial as mm-hmm. well, look at different options. Um, and is there a plan that would have an opportunity for the coach to meet that child and parent person-to-person too? Uh, possibly. Now, okay. our par- like I said, our partner community is expanding quite a bit, and that's also happening here in Utah. So we do have families that would like to meet with certified mendability therapists face-to-face and talk, and we can arrange that as well. And as that community grows, which it really is rapidly right now, then we'll be able to have other geographic areas be affected from a personal standpoint. Well, one thing I, I just want to applaud uh, is, well, all I'm applauding all of it, is that fact that you're using the telehealth model, that you're making it available for wherever we may be. If we have a computer and Internet, we have a resource that may be 
a huge help to the development of our child and our relationship with our child. Sometimes in the past, people would have to drive hundreds of miles to find a specialist who might be able to have this type of therapy. This is then taking that therapy headquartered here in Utah, disseminating it around the world. So you're, right, you're absolutely right. I'll walk in early in the morning sometimes and I'll have one of our coaches on with somebody in England or wherever. And you're, you're, uh, you're right. Those areas that are remote, even remote areas in Utah where there may not be resources and they can't drive, this is a benefit to them. Wonderful. Rich Bonnie, he's the CEO of Mendability. If you want to learn more about it or get the 14-day trial, it's online at mendability.com. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you, Rebecca. This is great.